If you ever want to discover that your shorty is playing you or some shorty is playing you, I present to you a very interesting question that should put things into perspective. You ask her, and I quote, As a lady, you meet two guys. One wants to take you to church and the other wants to take you to Dubai. Who will you follow? If that shorty manages to choose the church guy, drop that woman immediately. Like no word of a doubt, don't even waste time, just drop that babe. Out of every single one of the women that I have dealt with, out of every single woman that I have spoken to, whether virtual talk, whether physical talk, you know, whether one-on-one, whether a debate, whether a nice conversation, whether I'm dating you or not, at no point have I ever seen a woman being asked this question and saying, you know what, I'll go for the church option. Fuck that. Because honestly speaking, not unless if you are Muslim and you have never been to a church before, and or you are sick and tired of going to Dubai because you've gone there too many times, then you will most likely choose the Dubai option. I'm saying this even as a guy. Like, I will go for the Dubai option and I will not hesitate in making that decision. Now, usually, after you've chosen the Dubai option, that's when you ask, what does it entail? Because guess what? Maybe it's just somebody who's simping around and wants to take you on a random trip. Maybe it's somebody who wants to go and experience Dubai with you, not necessarily in a romantic sense, but just in a sense of of uh, wanting to get a good travel experience. You know, maybe they're doing a travel blog and they need somebody to carry along with them. You know, maybe they'd like a different opinion on some shit. Hell, maybe... It might be somebody that will take you to the yacht where you can go and shake your booty and actually get so much from it. And maybe that's what you've been wanting for a very long time. So why do you have to act all self-righteous and say, oh, you know, I'll go with Hosea, you know, take me to church and shit. Like, you don't need to play around. There's nothing wrong with you saying that you want to go to Dubai, you know. What's usually wrong is when you people say that you will not be with anyone unless they are going to take you to Dubai. That's where the problem lies. There's nothing wrong with having a preference. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a preference that you want to be taken to Dubai. There's nothing wrong with that. But anyways, you know what? At the same time, that church option might actually not be so bad. Because who said that it's the church that's down the road? Maybe they meant that they're going to take you to a church in Italy. And it'll be like one of those relic places with like 666 arches or some shit. Like, it might actually be something really special. But anyways, that aside, since I do not give travel advice, I will leave it there and move on to something that I'm a little bit better at, which is doing this podcast, which you should probably start. So, in three, two, one. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who wouldn't mind shaking his behind on a yacht in Dubai for the right price. He is a man who loves his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show. While I don't give travel advice, some women usually get to hear something, and fellas usually tend to agree with it. But normally, at times, you will find that people will disagree with some things and usually when they do, I usually tell them to hit me up on IG. I usually tell them to hit me up on Facebook and I usually tell them to hit me up on Twitter as well. At Bricktime on Westside on Facebook and Instagram is where to hit me up on. The DMs are always open 
and on twitter you can slide into my personal dms which is at bagakazadi and we can take it from there you know discuss a couple of things hash out a couple of shit here and there and guess what maybe some of the discussions that we have can end up coming onto the podcast also if you do feel like you're loving the podcast and you'd like to give it a rating and review feel free to do so as well i know they do that on apple podcasts i'm not sure which platform you might be using but it might also support the same and you know to support a brother please feel free to drop that rating and review because it actually does help the podcast quite a bit you know makes it a little bit more discoverable finds you know a couple more people who might have a problem with it and you know can give them the opportunity to come back and retaliate so that we can have more content for this podcast but anyways that being said we should probably move it on to our main topic of today but before we get to do that we need to talk about the law courts of kenya and something that happened very interestingly sometime towards the end of last week as of the time of this recording and as of the time that this episode airs that was particularly interesting now a kenyan high court judge by the name of teresia madeka came out on friday to state that being a housewife is a full-time payable job and the moment that was a headline the moment that was being broadcasted by every single site that was giving news shit hit the proverbial fan and actually went flying really really far because at that point people now started realizing that you know what i can actually become a housewife a lot of these babes actually started saying you know what i can now start being paid to actually cook and clean a lot of women started coming out to talk about how this was good and it was actually good that the wives the women who are in marriages were actually being recognized or at least their work was being recognized as something that should even be considered as payable because they put in a lot of work a lot of the wife's duties in a household which are physically demanding are actually unpaid labor and it actually does make sense but i don't think it's the first time i've heard of this because some months back i was actually talking to a law student who's actually saying that when it comes to divorces the housewife will get a certain amount of money because whatever work she does in the house whether she was a housewife whether you know she had kids and shit it has to be quantified to a certain amount now i don't necessarily know if that's true or not and you know i haven't researched further into that so i'm not going to go beyond that i'm just going to work with the ruling that's here now this in and of itself carries pros and cons because now for one a lot of women who haven't been getting money from their husbands and they haven't been having jobs and they've just been chilling at home can actually start demanding for some form of monetary compensation of sorts if not some form of um of appreciation because of the fact that they actually put in the work in the house and it makes a lot of sense you know if your wife is is being a good caregiver in the house is being a good homemaker and they're doing all of their work at home and all of their work is in the house then you know why not give her a little something to go and enjoy with her friends and secondly it can actually reduce the workforce in the job market right now because there's a lot of unemployment that's actually going around in this country and if a lot more women can decide you know what instead of being employed or looking for a job out here you know let me just go settle down with the right guy who's making a good amount of money and be a housewife then it could actually mean that the job market will have a lot fewer people that are trying to get in which means that it can try and accommodate a lot more people. So in a sense you could say that it actually does kind of create more jobs. But now let's look at the cons that come with this entire ruling, with this entire statement of the fact that 
housewives should now or at least housewives can now claim some form of compensation now first of all it will actually make a lot of possibly hard-working women possibly productive women very lazy because now being a wife will technically be a payable job like at that point all she needs to do is be a good wife and it's something that will be worthy of compensation by law in a sense because if she's gonna be a housewife if she gets married and she's like you know what screw my job i'm not gonna do anything and then instead of contributing to bills or anything she quits and she decides to stay at home and take care of the house you know uh, regardless of size and the workload and everything then this means that she will still claim some form of compensation from her husband and you can say that it's good you can say that it's bad but personally i feel like it's a con secondly this applies to housewives it doesn't apply to the house husband the the man that chooses to take care of the home because the wife is out working that the breadwinner and the man say lost his job or hasn't been able to find work this means that you know he still won't be compensated it's not that you know housework for for the married partner is is something that it doesn't apply to house husbands and it's an unfair situation it's an unfair truth that we'll have to come to terms with and now more than ever we have one less number of jobs that guys can actually do and get paid for just saying you know so in terms of of the so-called patriarchy working against us this is a classical case of how it doesn't actually benefit men but anyways there are some people that will still believe that there is a patriarchy and that this is a huge win for men because there'll be fewer women in the workforce and i'll kind of let them continue thinking in that negative light uh but so far for me i feel like this is a bit of a win for women in one way or another but it does present quite a number of cons that the men will actually pay for literally but anyways that said we should move it on to our main topic of today and i want us to talk about the man known as ferdinand omanyala now it's not a sports podcast i get it but he is a very fast runner the guy actually recently set a record for the 100 meter sprint at 9.71 which for some people it's a record but it's not the world record blah 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 usain ball blah blah but that's besides the point we're not talking about how fast he runs we're talking about the news that trended on kenyan radio stations in so many talking points for people last week which was what he said when he was busy being gifted and he was busy receiving accolades after his win now he said and i quote my girlfriend was paying our rent taking care of bills when i was broke i now want to take care of her she will get anything she wants end quote now considering what was said it did set a precedence for the discussion of the kind of woman that he had you know the the girlfriend the partner that he has was actually willing to step up and handle the bills while he was broke while he was jobless and he was just training this was something that was really really huge for a lot of people to talk about last week and i think it'll continue being spoken about for possibly the next two three weeks and you know it might pop up in a bunch of conversations here and there but it speaks to the kind of women that are there today and whether they'd be willing to do such a thing now a lot of babes when asked this on radio are busy saying no they can't bother doing that because they don't trust kenyan men or they don't like such and such and you know i guess it's understandable there's a lot of cases where women have actually chosen to support guys and they've ended up turning into leeches and you know there's other times when they've tried helping a guy the guys come up and has dropped them you know it's totally understandable shit like this happens from time to time 
I'm not gonna lie. When I was thinking of doing this topic, when I was planning for it, I honestly didn't think that I would actually have that much to say about it up until I actually started planning this episode. And I'm not going to lie to you, I got so much that I'd wanted to talk about, but I'm going to try and keep it as compact as possible for the time that we've got. Now, honestly speaking, when I hear such a story, it sounds like a very rare find. Like, you rarely ever hear of such stories, you rarely ever hear of a case where a woman actually decided to put themselves out there uh, with the guy that they're with, you know, handle the bills, be the breadwinner while this guy put in the work and then this guy succeed and he's going to take care of the wife. You normally don't hear of those stories nowadays. The most recent stories that I was hearing about women choosing to support their man was that this guy was either squandering the money, this guy was either lazy or he had taken the money and he was trying to bring her down or he had taken whatever she had given him, lifted himself up and dropped her, okay? so. To be completely honest, this sounds like a very insane kind of decision to make by a lot of standards. And to ask a lot of women, to ask a lot of people to come out and try and emulate this kind of faith in this kind of story, or at least try and be the person that, you know, uplifts the other person in this story, seems like I'm asking a little much of people. To be completely honest, it feels like I'm asking a lot if I'm to say such a thing. And in reality, if I factor in a bunch of other variations that can come in, you'll see why it was probably a much better decision for her to make as opposed to her leaving the guy and where my thoughts are on the pros and cons of this relationship and whether it's something that I would actually encourage a lot more people to do. So let me try and look at it from her end for a little bit. And I'm gonna be logical here. I'm not saying that this is exactly why she did it. I'm just speaking speculatively. So take it with a pinch of salt, a tablespoon of aromat, and a few drops of Heinz right there at the end. Now, in as much as we'd like to talk about how this relationship is really, really nice and it's a very, very nice fairy tale, we need to acknowledge one thing that people haven't been mentioning this entire time. The two of these people have a kid. They have a child between them. So in a sense, much as they might not mention that, and much as it might seem like it's a very small thing to add on, no pun intended for the kid who's pretty young, it actually changes a lot. Because essentially, if you're actually a bit critical about this entire situation, her leaving him because he has no money and he's unable to take care of the family actually could do a lot more damage to her as a person and her reputation than it would benefit her. Because if she decides to drop this guy and leave with her kid, assuming that she's not the type to actually leave the kid behind with the guy, let's say she takes her kid with her and she goes and she sets up her life elsewhere, goes, stays in another place, sets herself up, or even kicks the guy out. All right. Now, amongst the people that they know together, it looked like she was just there for when things were good. It looked like she is not caring enough to stick with him through the good times and the bad, which diminishes her reputation, at least amongst her friends and possibly relatives and so on. Now, when you add to that the fact that she has now moved from having a kid with her boyfriend to being a single mother, it automatically puts her at a much lower tier on the dating market. So for her to go and get another guy, it'll be a lot harder than when she was getting this guy when she had no kids of her own. Simple as that. Now, in a sense, if you look at it that way, then it was more beneficial for her to stick with him 
than it was for her to actually drop the guy and move on to someone else. Alright, so I kind of just had to say that there, but either way, I still salute what she did. I'm not saying this is why she chose to do it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Now, I will look into the pros and cons of this relationship. Now, the pros of having such a relationship with somebody where she's the one earning, she's taking care of shit, and she's trying to help you become the best version of yourself is one, you can focus solely on trying to make it as a guy. Like you can focus on being the best version of yourself or at least pushing the best out of yourself that can possibly be because you're not being weighed down by bills you're not having the pressure to to take care of the family she's taking up all of that pressure and more so on top of that it means that now once you make it you can finally take care of her you can give her the dream that you've wanted and if anything it's exactly what this guy did on top of that it shows her loyalty in ways that you'll have never experienced before because you will never really know the true value of someone up until when things get hard for you because that's when your friends will show you whether they're true friends or they were just there for the party. Your partner will show whether they were just there for when it's good or you know that whole statement of for richer for poorer was just some shit they were saying in church so that they can get the rings, kiss you and you know cuff you for life. So it is a pretty good place to kind of get to know someone. For the ladies, y'all do get to stand to benefit on this as well. You might not think you do, but you actually do stand to benefit. Because when you think about it, if this guy actually manages to make it, if you happen to get with a guy that has enough potential and everything happens to line up right and this guy makes it big, he will take care of you. He will want to give you the absolute world. And whether he wants to or not, this guy knows that he's obligated to actually give you the best treatment ever because not only have you expressed your loyalty, which even means more than love to a lot of us guys, if not all of us guys, but it actually shows that you're a ride or die. And he will feel that obligation to always make sure that you're happy and you're taken care of. So it actually does stand to benefit the women as well. But much as a lot of these things will have pros, they have cons as well. Now, the first con that's going to come with this is a lot of guys are going to start using this as a way to manipulate babes to actually start supporting them. And it's a fact. It's something that people can take and utilize to their advantage to manipulate somebody. And a lot of the people that will do this are mostly lazy people that do not want to put the work in. If you are at the beginning of your career, if you're at the beginning and you're just starting to scratch the surface of whatever potential you have, then maybe you might be better off not getting into a relationship with somebody who's already well off or even getting into a relationship at all. Maybe you should start by working on yourself first. Then maybe when you're in a better off position, then probably you can get into a relationship now with somebody who's doing pretty well for themselves and you all can grow together. Now, my second issue with this is a lot of people will start using this to discredit a lot of the women that say they want a guy who's actually well off. I kid you the hell not. People will start using this to discredit a lot of the women who are saying that they're looking for a guy who's well off because you will find that even from our mothers, our mothers will always talk about how, oh, you know, when I ended up being with your father, oh, it's not like he had a lot, but we took what we had and we made it work. And yes, that is true. But then again, back then, that so-called version of not a lot does not compare to what this version of not a lot looks like. Not a lot, as per that time, if you bring it to this time, it barely even amounts to shit. 
not a lot for us today means a hell of a lot more and they probably still haven't recognized that. And more so than that, my personal reason for not liking this is actually what usually comes as a result of hearing such stories, which is whenever you see a guy that's struggling, that's that's trying to make it out in this world with a babe who's actually doing pretty well for themselves, all of a sudden, you're almost treated like a handicap when it comes to social conversation. Because, oh my gosh, you know, this babe's doing so well for herself and she's making all this money and she can drive a Land Rover. But she's deciding to date this guy who's struggling, who lives in a bed city in some weird part of Nairobi, blah, blah, blah. I don't like that shit. I wouldn't want to feature in a conversation to have that kind of reputation almost as though it's a handicap. It's like me saying that I'm dating a woman and I'm at my absolute best as a guy, you know, making tons of money, super influential and everything. And I'm with a babe who say has no legs and can't see. Like, I don't like feeling like there's that handicap. But more so than that, which actually leads me on to the main reason why I'm against this, is hypergamy exists for a reason. The idea of being hypergamous with women isn't a bad thing. It's actually necessary for the survival of our human species. The only problem with it right now is the fact that there's a lot of women who are extremely hypergamous and not aiming for someone who's just above or somewhere close to them, but they're aiming ridiculously high. But all in all, you will find that hypergamy is something that nature has promoted time and time and time again. And it's not that it favors the person with the most money, because nature doesn't know money, it doesn't understand money, money is a human concept. Nature's currency instead is genetics. That's why they have the statement survival of the fittest. That's why they would go and they would go for the biggest, baddest warrior and want to be their wife and look for offspring off of such a person. That nowadays has been turned into money and power and resourcefulness. But nature's rules and nature's currency are still fundamentally the same. But all that said, the main question still comes back, which is, is this relationship dynamic a good one? Is it something that I would actually encourage people to go for? And to be quite honest, it's very hard for me to say yes and to say no or even both at the same time because I'm usually governed by a very simple fundamental rule when it comes to relationships. And it goes like this. Relationships are an investment. And if you are the type of person to take a risky investment such that you as a girl, as a woman can go for a guy that isn't exactly on your level and you know choose to be with them, hoping that they'll actually blow up in the long term and treat you well, then go ahead and do it and you know all the best to you. But if it doesn't turn out the way you want, then well, you probably should have been aware of the kind of investment that you are making. But then again, if you look at some of the largest multinationals in the world, when you look at some of the biggest corporations in the world, the most valuable companies, be it tech, be it cars, be it so many different things, you realize that they were looking like very risky investments, but because somebody had a vision, somebody saw a vision of something better and somebody saw the potential and somebody actually decided to take a chance based on the idea that things could be better, those multinationals, those corporations, those big companies, those valuable people and brands, they're where they're at right now. And at the end of it, when a lot of those people think back to the beginning, they will still see it the same way a lot of y'all look at the idea of a woman dating a guy that is way below her in terms of social status. It's absolute insanity. 
But then again, with this story, here's a plus for insanity. Anyways, that being said, I want to know your thoughts about this. The DMs are open on IG, it is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below, and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>